What's up, everyone? This is Go Along with Dunn and Monus. GoLongTD.com. Get the podcast there. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, wherever, however you pod. Subscribe to the newsletter to get all features. Team Deep Dives. A lot happening in the NFL world, Jim. We are in person, in the flesh, at Fatty Beer Company here in Orchard Park, New York. Many fatty locations all over the place. Make sure you get on in. I've got a beer here from uh, Auburn, New York. Hazy New England IPA. Riot in Vermont. Brewed in Canada, Auburn, I should say. It's it's fantastic. Jim, it's good to see you, buddy. Cheers, Tyler. It's good to be back at Fatty. Just like that, like few beers from somewhere else. We don't even know where. <laughs> I'm having some issues with this mic. If people are watching Hopefully this. it's working. Yes, I think we're good. I think but we're seriously, good. Seriously, it takes you right there. You had a beer from Canada. Yeah. You're good. It's like you're somewhere else. You're on a, you're on a vacation. There's a lot happening. I don't even know where to start. And we've got, uh, we've got a lot to get. We're probably going to have to stress this out over multiple episodes because we have to do all of these quarterbacks justice. And, uh, there's a lot of takes to be had. But right now, as we're talking, it's still kind of happening. I, when people listen to this, maybe there's more developments, but the big news. As we sit here Tuesday evening at Fatty Beer Company, Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens, he does not get the exclusive tag. So that means he's free to negotiate with any team that he pleases. The Ravens are basically saying, okay, you think that there's a better girl out there? Be our guest, Lamar. Test the waters. Pull up Tinder. Swipe away. See what's out there. And lo and behold, Jim, like within minutes... I've never seen anything like this. So you were part of this NFL machine. So I can't wait to get your perspective. Um, within minutes, seconds, one by one. First of all, there's reports that teams are openly saying we're not interested in Lamar Jackson, but team reporters at team websites are writing this and the team accounts are retweeting it. The Atlanta Falcons. I mean, I guess Desmond Ritter, they must have all the confidence in the world in him. You might as well give him a multi-year extension are coming out and saying we are not pursuing Lamar Jackson. It's very strange, very, very odd. I've never seen anything like it. Do we throw out the word collusion? Do we go there? I think on the side of anything's possible, especially in the NFL right now, yes, anything's possible. And the fact that he is representing himself, let's not forget that. Right. Is that going to... If Lamar is able to get to another team, get to a better situation for him and break the bank or skip the number he wanted, is that going to change the way guys represent themselves? I don't know. I don't know enough to know how big of a deal this is to the NFL other than obviously, yes, if they're all going to come out and say they're not interested, I would have to, there would have to be somebody to explain that. Now I didn't look into it like you have like that. But I know one thing, I'd be very interested if I was any team in the NFC. To, to at least talk to him. Not right? even talk. Have a conversation. I would have already had, I mean, to me, you, this deal, you would have had this ready. Here, oh, today, Lamar, here is what we would like. This is the Detroit Lions, whoever it is. Just name a team. I don't know why you wouldn't. Washington Commanders. You would, I'm trying to all. sell your franchise, this, make your franchise this appealing. This is a rare opportunity to get a proven commodity at the hardest position to find in sports you know what you're getting with lamar jackson it's proven you're not developing you're not worried about him coming out of college and all the stuff we're analyzing now in the draft no proven 
not without his warts, and we'll get into that all. You know, right? He's different. You've he's an acquired taste. You have no. to change your offense. Well, the injuries, no, all yeah. of that. I, I get all of that. Yeah, injuries most thing. That would be the not only thing I would say. But when you look at how poorly so many of these teams are run and how so many of these teams have spent years, decades Mm -hmm. in the quarterback wilderness. Here's somebody who was a unanimous MVP in 2019 who, if not for those injuries, would have had a thousand yards rushing in four straight years who who can throw. Um, There's a lot to love about. I just can't wrap my head around that. These teams aren't even going to have a conversation. No, I think that's that's have a chat. It's not about analyzing him as a player. We know what he is as a player. We can get into the, yeah, in the playoffs, yeah, you can't be the – you got to make some throws in big-time situations, blah, blah, blah. Right. Guess what? Those big-time situations are going to be in the AFC Championship game, you know, Super Bowls. That's where you can – like, he can get you there. That's what you're trying to find. I'm with you. I got to read more about – I don't know why anybody would say they're not interested. Man, if I was Atlanta, I mean, well, I thought they should have gone after Fields for some impact, you know, athletic impact, playmaking impact at the position. Here we go. They don't want Lamar either. So, yeah, Ritter's the guy for sure. Maybe they should bring back uh, Chris Chandler, get a good pocket passer in there. How did you think of him? <laughs> the, oh, bo- the, the bones of Chris Chandler. Well, Steve Mary- DeBerg. I mean, Steve DeBerg at 45, maybe. Uh, I just, anyway, this is, uh, but this to me is why you work in the front office. Like, this would be, I'd be out of my mind. Like, you would be going nuts. Oh, I would have had this, but, but you're already prepared for this. I mean, you would, yeah. it's not like they're all, I mean, yeah. Anybody who was point. serious about it would have their contract ready for him today. It almost feels orchestrated. Like all of these teams, one by one, publicly letting the world know we are not pursuing Sorry. Lamar Jackson like he's the bubonic plague. No. But to me, it, it it's almost painfully obvious. And they, they, they see what Jimmy and D Haslam did with the Cleveland I'm Browns, just telling you. giving all, you know, a historic of, guaranteed amount of money. Commodity. Off a guy not playing football. 23, with questionable character. Let's go through all that. Right. I mean, don't even get us started. We both feel the same about that. He didn't that. play football for a year. And guess what? And it showed. Because unless something changes, that tape was garbage that he put out there. Now, I'm, we said we're not going to evaluate him off that. But that was garbage. You know what you're getting. It, it, it reeks of the other NFL teams colluding and saying, we are not going to take Jimmy Haslam's lead on this matter. This is not where the quarterback market is going to go. This is not where player empowerment is going to go. You're not getting guaranteed money in this in this league, especially at this premium position. Because I I think that the NFL owners are are terrified of becoming the NBA. They, they don't want these players making guaranteed money and deciding, oh, okay, my I'm, I'm my body's hurting a little today. I'm not going to play. They don't want to have. I, I get all the arguments involved, but to me, it's the most violent game on earth. Look, Lamar Jackson, if he did, he should have an agent, obviously, fighting for him and negotiating, and that, that's a different conversation. But the teams want to sign these quarterbacks to contracts that they can tear up after two or three years. Put yourself in Lamar Jackson's shoes, right? You're asked to throw your body into harm's way. 15 to 20 times a game, you know, you've got Chris Jones and Matthew Judon and TJ Watt, all these players we've profiled at the site who are, are, are trying to rip your head off. Like you're not a normal quarterback. Why, why should you sign a deal 
that can be torn up after a couple of years. Hell yeah. I'm thinking of myself as this quarterback running back hybrid, and I want as much guaranteed money as I can when everything revolves around me. The everything revolves around Lamar Jackson. So I get his fight. I get his point of view. And I, and I certainly understand Eric DaCosta, Ozzie Newsom, where they're coming from. And, you know, maybe there's even is an outside chance Lamar Jackson comes around and plays a season on a tag, whatever. But possibly if I'm Lamar Jackson, I know what I'm worth and I'm going to fight for as much guaranteed money as I can possibly get because because he's that value. The Eric DaCosta part, I don't get. Really? Yeah, no, I'm locking Lamar up. Um, this, this is, I don't like this. This would have been good. I, there's, I would have locked this up. You know, I, I agree. Just get it done. He's too talented. Get it done. Get I think this done. is a bad move. I want to know what Ozzie Newsom would have done. I'm sure he's been involved. Mm-hmm. At least he's, oh, he's right? still there. Right. And that's where it's a little strange, but, Jim. I talked to Ozzie for, um, the blood and guts, man, how tight I save football. And he made a point to bring up Lamar Jackson. He compared, you know, in a roundabout way, how the Cleveland Browns kind of found him. It took some outside the box thinking. You had a, a Sam Rutigliano looking at the split end from Alabama and viewing him as a tight end. Oh my God. We can bring the split end inside to create these mismatches. And he had a rich code tight as position coach, you know, travel down to see Ozzy. And all he wanted to see is how big his ass was. Can he grow into his ass? <laughs> he hears some weird things when yeah. evaluating players, but the, the reports came back strong. Right. And he, Ozzie made the point to make the connection. Okay, like they, it took outside the box thinking on the yeah. Cleveland Browns' part to envision this role for me to change the tight end position. And we had to think outside of the box when it came to Lamar Jackson, and they did, and it worked out great. To just throw that all away, I, I thought they were taking the right steps this offseason. You talked about it with some of the position coaches. and It, it showed me they were great. Monken as OC. It looked like, okay, they're going to modernize this passing game a little bit. Um, I know it costs a lot of money. You don't want a fifth of your salary cap, you know, just sitting on the sideline if he's injured. I, I get that. Give me that risk versus the risk of not having a quarterback needing to look for that quarterback for X amount of years. I'm with you. You're not getting anything from me on this as far as arguing with you about, yes, I would have locked, I would have had this thing done last year. I wouldn't have made it this. It, remember how uncomfortable we knew it. We talked about that all year with Lamar. It, it seems strange. And a lot of it we thought was the Greg Roman thing, you know, like now they, they, they made that move right away, which I took as, okay, now the next one is Lamar. Here is the commitment to you. This is the, the you are the city, everything that we want as a, everything you could want. The city loves him. There's nothing you don't love about Lamar Jackson. And he should get more than whoever, whatever he wants, he can get at this point. But here is the one thing I get. The thing that's going to hang up any team that's going to give up all this stuff for him. There's one major issue, right? It's the injuries. Like it is, it's going to be, it's the, it's the hard, hard swallow when you're getting ready to sign guy that you know has a history of this and his style of play. So, yes, I get that. It takes guts. But what is the harm? I'm a big go-for-it guy. Unless I had a medical – unless there's a medical professional in that building saying, this is too risky. This is, he is, this is going to get happen every year. He's going to get hurt like from his previous injuries, you know what I'm saying? It's going, 
not a guessing game. Like, no, it's going to happen. Okay, you have to talk. You have to listen and still talk to the owner. But I'm telling you, it would take a lot to not. Right. I'd be all in. He obviously, you know, he doesn't have an agent leaking numbers and no. reports out so to the press, so yeah. we don't really know exactly true what Lamar Jackson wants for sure. I think we're all kind of assuming it's there's got to be something. You know, Deshaun Watson is is the floor, and he wants more than that, as he should. As he should. As he should. Um, because he's not just fighting for himself; he's fighting for all quarterbacks. I, to me, from the Baltimore Ravens, though, it's not like you're you know signing your life away to the to the devil. I mean, if it's five years guaranteed, give me that. Did they I, not watch what happened to the Carolina Panthers with Cam Newton? He changed the franchise. They were in a Super Bowl. He changed the franchise. He did. He did. They knew what they had. And it, I feel like Lamar takes less hits than Cam too. Hundred percent agree with you. Fields runs more like Newt Cam. Yeah. We talked about that on the when you, we did the old school right. uh, article. I mean, like a Josh Allen takes more Josh hard Allen takes hits than hard Lamar hits. Jackson. Agree again. Agree again. This is a no brainer. Yeah. This Charlotte loved Cam. This city, Baltimore loves. Like, celebrate! You found what everybody's looking for, Man. and build around him and go for the Super Bowl. I. This took a total to me, Baltimore. Handle it wrong from the start. Because I don't really think that the future of team building is quarterback on rookie contract, pay like crazy. No. It's nice, right? I mean, we see we've seen it work out. Um you can get to the Super Bowl on that formula, but to if you're gonna really view the league through that lens, and I, I don't know if Eric Tacosta is or not, but then you're mm. you're resetting all the mm. time, right? You're constantly resetting. If you've got a top five quarterback, just find a way to get it done. Find a deal. It's done. Yeah, your work. The hard work's the done. The hard work's done. You and, didn't, right. and you got lucky because you still took Hayden Hurst before him. Right. So right. maybe you never did one. Maybe Baltimore never wanted Lamar. Yeah. Maybe they – I don't know. I just can't get past and We we brought it up they on had, the podcast. They could have taken him or Hayden Hurst. They took Hurst. Yeah. Now you can have him or nobody, and you're letting the chance of having nobody. Right. I'm I'm sorry. I get a little upset about this. I because, love it. No, I think about how hard it is to find what they have. It's all we all you ever try to do in this business. You have it. <laughs> Don't let it go. And then the I can't take that. It's the, just too hard. Too hard to find. And the mastermind behind that offense is is, is a Greg Roman so, who uh, never really wanted the mobile quarterback wait, in Buffalo. Never. Really, no, he did not. Didn't want it in San Francisco before that. No, he did not. Didn't want it in Baltimore. <laughs> that becomes who he is. As Where coach. is he anyway? Did he get hired yet? Maybe Lamar's trying to go with him somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, bring back all those receivers that love the scheme so much, too. I'm all right. sorry, man. All right. All right. That was good on the end. All right, lastly on Lamar, yes. though, like, should we put our tinfoil caps on and uh, question the NFL? Is is this orchestrated? Is this a case of billionaire owners putting their foot down and saying, hell no, Jimmy, we're not following your lead? I think it's – and pilot. Gas stations. I'm not going that. I'm going. I think Baltimore's counting on other teams being too scared to give it up for him based on the injury history. Where does he play? What happens? I thought commanders that just, I mean, the commanders strike me, and I heard this at the combine from a league source as a team that, okay, they're similar to the Denver Broncos last year. They're trying to sell. They want their 
property to be as appealing as possible. Find the quarterback. You've got all this controversy. I mean, another bombshell report drops the combine. Your 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 organization is a disaster and a disgrace. Trade for Lamar Jackson. Give him whatever the hell he wants. Lock him up long term, and then sell to Jeff Bezos and swallow your pride, Dan Snyder. We we know you can't stand him because he owns the Washington Post and. They said not nice things about you, but he might offer you more than anybody else. Dan Snyder wants seven million. I think that the the round of bids, what was the highest? Like six point two, six point three billion. That's a lot of money either way. If you get Lamar Jackson, that price is going to go up. It went up for Denver with Russell Wilson, and yet I believe they were one of the teams that came out and said we're not interested in him. So I guess Sam Howell. Maybe they should give Sam Howell the big contract. It just blow, just blows my mind. Um, it was so immediate. Miami, I get. I get Miami because they've got a good thing going with Tua Tunga Viola, right? He's working through his health issues. He's doing jujitsu. He's going to try to fall differently. Like, I mean, give him a, a full offseason in Mike McDaniel's system. I, I, I like that. I get that. But a lot of these other teams, Vegas, Manders, Atlanta, we don't want Lamar Jackson. Uh, uh, no, I can't even. I tell you, it's really somebody's going to have to tell me why. Yeah. Unless there's an injury thing out there on him in the NFL that we don't know about, that's a really good point. Because Tyler, we wouldn't know this. I was, on, I'm telling you right now, like it that makes is, you wonder: is there something we don't know? That's what I'm saying. Hmm. That it could be. I would, I, I, and I think that is not like a crazy thing to think. I mean, based on his history and his style, Lamar Jackson is actually an alien, and all of these UFO sightings that nobody seems, nobody really seems to care that aliens are checking us out. Do you notice that? <laughs> nobody. Nobody gives a shit. I love, that's my favorite thing we talk about, too. Right, the aliens right. actually watch. We're too worried about hurting each other's feelings on Twitter. and Oh, well, that part. You know, that's more important to everybody than aliens just potentially invading our world. Maybe Lamar's an alien. Maybe that's why. He's unique. He is unique. All right. So, okay, that's we're – just, we're just dumbfounded, everyone. Please, you know, hit us with your solutions if you've got them. Daniel Jones – and the New York Giants yeah, yeah. took I it mean, to the I limit on a new contract. I was down there in Indianapolis, Jim. I just yeah. trust Joe Shane. I thought he – I loved the honesty yeah. at his press conference. I love the fact that – you know, we didn't really talk about him too much, but I, I just loved how he was so blatantly honest. Like, we, we want both players. We don't want to use the tag because it's going to hamstring us and we're not going to be able to just go sign weapons for our quarterback. If we're locked in at that number, you know, you, you do an extension, you can get creative with the money. Saquon Barkley. I mean, that, that's, that's a tag. That doesn't hurt you too much. Um, he wanted to get a deal done. Daniel Jones changed agencies, played hardball. I love it. Hey, you have a career year. I go for it. Go for every penny you can get. But I think it, when it got, got to this point, and this is why I went to the deadline, Daniel Jones had to realize. He is his best, no question. The best version of himself with Brian Dable. Like, good luck with the Commanders. Good luck with you know working with Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. Pick your situation. It is you are with the best teacher of the position in the game in Brian Dable. You did amazing things together. Figure out a number that works that allows the team to then pursue a receiver to help you out. Um, you know, he's still got a lot of money. You know. Let me get the exact numbers here. I believe it was 40 a year. I didn't see the – yeah, I didn't see that. 
He got he got that much, like the. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the exact. Well, the big thing that we talked about for me was the win-win for the Giants, and you can make it that way, regardless of what we think of the contract. Like, go ahead. Four years, one hundred and sixty million, eighty-two million over the first two years, ninety-four million virtually guaranteed at signing. This is all for me and Rappaport. The first year cap numbers around nineteen million. It's it's basically Dak Prescott's contract. Yeah, and they're gonna commit. And and the good thing about that. They're committed to giving him more than just this year. I mean, that tells me that. Like, they feel like they're good with him. They feel like they're going to get in the playoffs this year. I mean, I feel that contract says, hey, we are we can do this. And if I'm Dable and Joe Shane, hey, Daniel Jones, this was his first year with us. Josh Allen, guys get better in their second year in the same system. That's, that's proven. So I think that's what fans need to remember. And it took me a while to – really understand and appreciate this concept quarterbacks improve improve you know jordan love drew Brees improved in new orleans drew Brees from improved. san diego to new orleans to every year of his career i mean when i was when it matches up with the head coach and dable seems to have that same i mean daniel jones like you've been saying this he, daniel jones couldn't be asked he couldn't ask for a better coach right now You know, when Jordan Love was airmail in receivers at his first training camp, not unlike Aaron Rodgers, his first couple training camps, Aaron Rodgers was abysmal early on as a rookie. Fans wanted Green Bay to trade him for Randy Moss. They, why aren't you going for it with Brett Favre? But Jordan, when that was all happening, and I'm like advocating for, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't want anything to do with you, trade him for three, four first-round picks. Do it. Move forward. Move on. You know, I had a lot of local beat writers there telling me Jordan Love sucks. He sucks, man. He's awful. What what do you do? Why are you pump? Okay. Based off what? Based off watching training camp practices. (laughs) But guess what? Players improve, dude. They get better with better coaching. Like they took him because he was raw. He had a big arm. He was athletic. He had potential and he could improve. And guess what? That was the genius of the selection. You can build two teams within one. You can compete for Super Bowls with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. You can learn and grow and groom with Jordan Love. And he'll run Matt LaFleur's offense. You can do all that behind the scenes. And then what happened? Year two to year three, improved drastically. And now they're they're moving on. I mean, I, I get it. Like, you're going to hear reports from some national reporters that are making this seem like it's all Aaron Rodgers' decision. You know, Aaron Rodgers, it's on his timeline. It's on his time frame. It's his call. I think that this is Green Bay's way of making it seem like it's his decision so they don't hurt his feelings because we know what that can do to you. They're done with Aaron Rodgers. We reported it, and it's you're hearing the same thing from a lot of other people now. Dan Graziano, even Jeff Darlington, Tom Silverstein, we had him on the podcast. They've moved on. Um, I don't want to go. Sorry, I'm not I'm getting off getting off the rails here, Jim. My point is, look, quarterbacks improve. Jordan Love's improvement is the biggest, one of the biggest reasons, if not the biggest, that Green Bay is willing to just eat money and take whatever they get for Aaron Rodgers and move on. And I think that Daniel Jones improved so much with Brian Dable to the point where that number it doesn't really it doesn't really make me do a double take. That's pro- that, that's kind of what he's worth. And there it is. Those are the two things I was going to take from what you said. For me with the Giants, I'm sure that's what they can afford. 
and they had to do worst case scenario is Daniel Jones doesn't improve because right now in my, I don't think he is good enough. I I've said that from the, I don't think he's the guy. I also said they're doing the right thing. They have to give him another chance to improve. Now that's, it's hard for me to think he's going to take a huge step like Josh Allen did because I think Josh Allen's off the charts talented, but Jones his next step of improvement is to win a playoff game because he he was, you know, that was a joke, his performance against Philly. Like, it was. And I'm not saying that lightly. You can say that at that position when you're trying to make these tough decisions. You have to – those games you have to perform. That's for the Giants. But I get it. I think you had to try with them. And can they get out of it after this year would be my question. I didn't look at it enough. Um, with Green Bay, no question to me he is out. This thing would have, if he was staying, they've had too long of a relationship. This song and dance w- would have been announced. And let's Aaron Rodgers, if he was committed to this team, to me, let's, I'm not going to drag you guys through it anymore. Let's, let's, I'm coming back. Let's keep this thing rolling. Let's get ready. Let's do it. I'm shocked he's going to the Jets, like we talked about before. I just don't think it's, I just don't think he's going to do it in the AFC. I'm not saying it's not going to make them good and competitive. I'm t- don't let me, don't mistake that. I think it makes the Jets – I think it makes that AFC insane. But, yeah, I mean, more insane. But like I said, I thought his best chance for the Super Bowl was to stay in Green Bay. You know, I think it's important to – actions speak louder than words. Tone yeah. speaks louder than, you know, what's literally said. You know, Brian Gutekind to that NFL Combine, it was a 180 from – the previous two off seasons when it was no doubt about it. He's our quarterback. He's an MVP. If he wants to be here, he's our guy. Now it's all options around the table. He was asked point blank by us at the combine. Do you want him back if he wants to play? And it was, Oh, you know how we feel about Aaron and you know, cross that bridge, you know, a lot of vagaries. No, and then, then what happened? Well, we got, we got into it, Tom, people heard it, but, I mean, again and again, he said, Jordan needs to play. Jordan needs to play. Jordan. So we we know where the Packers stand with this. And I, I really do think, Jim, that they'll just kind of take whatever they can get. Um, it happened pretty fast, right? Derek Carr goes to the New Orleans Saints, and boom, the Jets and Aaron Rodgers are talking. The Jets are playing that game of musical chairs. They don't want to go through the rookie quarterback thing again after getting burnt by Sam Darnold, Adam Gaze, all of that. Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson's friends, mom's friends, and, you know, Aaron passes, and just, it was pretty much disastrous. God, does he have any hope? Zach Wilson have any hope at all? There's hope, because it's, I, I, you do see, when I say that, because you do see, like, you'll see the, some of the throws that probably got them excited, but there is, it's so far away. That they, they, they're basically saying they don't know if they can do yeah. They're not ready to, they, he can't play for them. Like they're in the win now moment. So he's not the answer for them to win right now. He'd have to go be a backup somewhere else. That, that's what I can't figure out who has to develop. I don't, I, this Jets thing might be. Green Bay obviously had to give Aaron Rodgers permission to talk to the Jets. And I, I could take it a step further. I mean, maybe they have trade compensation figured out. 
before that conversation's had. Well, I mean, they were just in Indianapolis at the combine. Joe, Joe Douglas and Joe and Kinson go way back. They go way back. Huda Kinson and Joe Douglas. As far as those two are two of my favorites. I was on the road with, so we all. I mean, that's part. That's the Southeast click right there. That's interesting. That's Southeast area scouts. So there is a zero point zero percent chance that they're an Indian. They don't talk to each other. They are absolutely. I'd say that's not going to be an issue because it's a matter of, you know, I think whoever eats the most money, if, if green Bay eats a good amount of that money, they're probably getting a better draft pick back. If the jets eat a lot of that money, the draft pick isn't going to be as good. It's utterly ridiculous. When you look at the hall, they could have gotten, obviously, I think that this is all footnote stuff though, Jim. I think like green Bay is just willing to, I think move on, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. I think you're right. I think they're just, they're just done. They want this to be over. Now, Tom mentioned that this thing could drag on into the draft. It could, this is, they are letting this play out on Aaron's timeline. He could go to the draft and, and let, let the Panthers draft somebody, let the Jets sweat it out, let the Packers sweat it out and then decide. Okay. I guess I do want to play when he really wanted to play all along and go from there. Do you think that there's still a strong market for Aaron Rodgers post draft? I mean, I think I think there is. I, th- I think there's still a team that would take him. Do they would obviously like him to say he wants to play and get this figured out right now? Oh yeah, yeah. It's not gonna be a song and dance show. It's time to yeah. That deal would have to be boom. We know he's in. We know this is what it takes. Yes, we'll give this to you. We'll offer this to you. Come on, I no. This has to. Green Bay has to be so tired of it. They and they are, they are, and they're. I can't wait to see if it is the deal with the jet, like what the actual deal is. Because you're right, Green Bay probably wouldn't get what they could have a year, like you had said. Regardless, I'll go on record now and say it. I think it's going to be a bad, bad deal for the Jets. I don't think they're that close that he takes them to the Super Bowl in the AFC. Very, very young on offense, right? It's not, they're not this great. They weren't that great on defense. Like, they had a good stretch on defense, but they were getting lit up a little bit towards the end of the year. Now, they had some injuries, too. Mosley's a big part of that. I love those corners. We all watch them. They're going to get healthy again at running back. They have stuff that we all see, some ability and talent. They haven't proven a damn thing. In the hardest conference right now, I don't think we've ever seen the AFC look like this. I just don't think the Jets are that close that Aaron Rodgers puts them over the top. And I think whatever they give up, bad deal. And the only way I'm wrong, and we can laugh about it, can play it back, is if they go to the Super Bowl. And I was dead ass wrong. But that's the danger in it. It is Super Bowl or bust. It's Super Bowl or bust move. That's what I'm saying. That's the only like way the I would be wrong. Was for Green Bay all along. It was Super Bowl or bust last there season. There it is. Packers. No question. Is this a quarterback worth the Super Bowl or bust now, type of trade, yes. type of contract? In the NFC, I would say yes, he is. I will say this. I mean, what do you, it comes down to the owners. It comes down to the people that you don't hear from because they don't hold press conferences. They don't speak to the media. It comes down to Mark Davis's of the world, Woody Johnson's of the world. Like, are is is he desperate enough to do this? Because if you're a GM, if you're a head coach, you're, you're taking your orders from the owner. They own the team. On this one, it would be as, hey, this is what's going to take. You present it to the owner. This is what we have to get. This is what they want. And the owner just simply say, yes, I'm good with it. 
I really do think he's going to be desperate too. I mean, after if well, he whips after they whiffed so badly on two top five picks. I mean, he, he's top three pick. I mean, they're they're going to want a veteran. They didn't get Derek Carr. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to rile up the fan base. Jacoby Brissett is not going to get people flooding the ticket office for season tickets. Aaron Rodgers, maybe they have an ayahuasca night, you know? He's, there will be interest. They'll be relevant. That's the word, Jim. It's relevant. Because guess what? The Giants right now, say what you want about this Daniel Jones contract, Saquon Barkley, they're relevant. They, they they made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. They're, the the Jets in that market, they need they need to find a way to be relevant right now. This is a move that would make them relevant. It's what I love about what the Giants are doing. Keep the goodwill going. There, yeah. it means something. Like it does. Guys are into it. Dable, they're buying into the coaching staff. All that, we're buying in. Here it is. We are in the playoffs. Let's run it back. We're coming back. I love that. Where the other place, it's a, it's a night, it's a long draining. Please come back. Do you want to come back? It's enough. Like it's draining. It, it is, but I, I do it's, think it is like a, it is a pretty pathetic breakup right I, now. I just, I, I just can't believe he would want to go to the Jets. Nathaniel Hackett. I'm saying Nathaniel Hackett. I'm not even bringing the lure of Nathaniel Hackett. Your former coworker with the Buffalo Bills. That's why I. So, I mean, is it why he got the job in Denver? Yes, I think really? so. Did they really? I mean, that's such I a. Think, I think it's a major reason why. Anyway. Well, good for them, but I, I'm not buying it. Not buying it. I guess that brings a full circle. As far as I'm not buying that it does anything. The league is so quarterback driven. That I think you do see teams hire offensive coordinators with the board, match with, them up with the thinking that they have a, they have a good chance to get an MVP quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, which makes my mind explode even more about this Lamar Jackson stuff. MVP quarterback, I, I agree. It's proven. You see what he can do: running, throwing, dynamic. Yes, it costs you a lot of money. So what? Quarterback driven league. The the fact the fact that it got to that point that. It, it does blow my mind because I think that owners, GMs, coaches, they know it's a quarterback's game, but God dang it, they don't want this guaranteed money going around, Jim. They absolutely don't. And that's the part where I don't know enough, other than it makes sense what you're saying. Yeah. I'm still in the belief, like, I hope that's not happening. I hope it's not. But would it? Yes, very real possibility. New York Giants, give me a prediction for 2023. I'd have to look more at it. Can we wait till after the draft and free agency? No. Not no playoffs. Really? They're not getting in. That's my fun. Even in the new NFL where everybody gets a trophy and everybody gets a pizza party and everybody gets a kiss on the cheek. They're gonna do it for real after the draft. Okay. I need to see more. I need to see things shake out. Hey, I get the skepticism on Daniel Jones, I do. But I think that if you have a good thing going with the coach, with the quarterback. With a system, um, you just you just find a way to keep that going, and they probably paid a little bit more than they wanted to. But it's not like they're going to stop scouting quarterbacks. They're not going to stop. If Lamar goes to Washington, see, what I'm saying you got to let me let things shake out okay. first before we make predictions. 
I'm just trying to put you on the spot. I, well, here's what, but can I tell you why I answered that they won't make the playoffs? Yes. Because that's probably plus value right now on the yeah. ah. NFL future boards in Vegas. You've got your gambling goggles on. I see. So at this point, Mike, I would just take the, you know, I'll just take a shot in the dark and say no. But let's let things shake out. I'll say they I'm do. I'm a believer in that coaching staff, and I do think they have talent, the defense. And Daniel Jones, those are the things that need to improve. Can I give you a fatty beer company, Cold Hard Lock? Yes. Prediction. Trying to think of other sponsors we can provide. Isn't it funny? Every uh, every take on a national television network gets sponsored. Sponsored. It's sponsored. Throw a sponsor up there. Make some money off this take. I mean, if somebody wants to sponsor, we'll throw some more takes out there. We could do Jim's Hot Take of the Week. Yeah. All right. All right. The New York Giants are going to win more games than the Philadelphia Eagles next season. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. Because I think the upheaval in a coaching staff matters more than anybody realizes. The Eagles are going to be breaking in new coordinators. Right? They're going to they're going to have some financial issues. Maybe not this year, but next year. I, I do think that gives Dable Shane a full off season to maybe get a few more pieces that are to their liking. I mean, last offseason, it was survival with the cap more than anything. And they still won nine games. They still got to the playoffs. Um, I think they're going to find a way to get a true number one. Well, they brought Isaiah Hutchins back on the cheap, and he finished really strong. I, I like it. I like what they're building. Uh, I like your take. Is it possible? Hell yeah. That's very realistic. You, to your point, yes. It's too hard. We talk, It's I never think and assume just because of what you did last year, you're going right. to do it next year. That's I don't even operate like that. So yes, when you put when you say stuff like that, I yes, of course they could. Yeah, it's, the gap seemed a little bit much in that playoff game, but it, it was a bit. <laughs> but that's that's a one game that can happen in one. It's more game. of a more of a canyon you're talking than about a gap. Wins for a season, yeah, yeah that would be. So <laughs> yes, it could be it could be possible. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening, for watching. We're here at Fatty Beer Company. They're going to be uh, it's a trivia night. It's a trivia night here. Stay trivia. Yes. Everybody's, uh, you can probably hear the noise picking up. They're at their tables. They're ready to rock. Did you ever do trivia here in Western New York? It's pretty big. I was never a trivia fan. It's too hard for me when I used to enjoy drinking a little bit more. I felt like it took away from my drinking. You drink while you do trivia. But, it, but you have to think. It felt like school. I think, it, I think it really gets the uh, the neurons firing in the brain, really. And you, you can remember that yeah. that random factoid from fifth grade history class. You, my eyes were on the whatever basketball game, football game I probably had money on, and I didn't have time for trivia. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It, it's big here. I mean, for those that live here in Western New York, I mean, you're it's big everywhere. Trivia night's fun to be at, though. I like being at trivia nights at What the hell else are you going to do right now in Buffalo? It's still frigid and miserable in March. It's There's not much to it's do. It's the greatest time of year if you love college basketball like I do. It's true. And there is stuff to do. I'm not going to I'm not gonna be, uh, you know, Debbie Downer. I think we, there's things. Yeah. We took the kids to the Science Museum this past weekend. They loved it. That was I fun. agree with you. There's there's things. I mean, yeah. it's tricky, though. That weather's tricky. I mean, I'm it's tricky. We both have been traveling a little bit, and I, I was just out in Vegas. And... Oh, the weather's better in some other areas. It's true. But that's all right. There's some good things here. Thank you so much. Again, everyone, golongtd.com to get all columns, features, deep dives, profiles. Um, 
Have a really fun profile coming up, Jim, on Trent Sherfield, free agent receiver. Uh, as everybody knows, we're we're very pro player here at Go Long, and he has a very pro player story to share on his career. So I think people enjoy it. No, you do. You do a good job getting out in front of some of these guys. So I like it. All right, we will. We'll be back soon. I'm sure there'll be news that breaks. Yeah, we'll uh, fire up some emergency pods. So thanks again, everyone.